Hey everyone, welcome to the Whole Human Podcast. I'm Coach K, expert teacher turned master coach, and I'm changing the game in the health and fitness world. This podcast is where you learn real strategies to make your health support your life, not stifle it. This means that we dive deeper into the thoughts that create the actions and results that you want. No more battling your brain or your body, just the right steps and all the progress. Every episode has an actionable takeaway to make health fit you. So hit subscribe and I'll meet you here every Tuesday. Let's get after it. Hello, happy Tuesday. If you are listening to this on the day it goes live and welcome to episode 15, the healthy frequent flyer. I am so super excited about this episode. It was special requested from my friend Motez. And I love this because a life that is full of adventure is the life that I personally love for myself and that I want to have for you too. This episode is one where you might want a pen and paper to take down some notes, to do a little bit of work, to plan your next travel so that you can be the healthiest that you can and that just like everything else we do on this podcast, that this, that your healthy travel fits you. There used to be this idea and honestly, in a lot of worlds, there still is and a lot of worlds that aren't the whole human world that you can't travel and be healthy. And I am proof that this is a load of bullshit and so are my clients. My clients who come to me are busy social people who want to have an active lifestyle where they get to have it all, which is their health and their life as well. And so it's a big piece of what we do. And so I would say, mm, all my clients travel at some point or another or value that. And so it's really important for us to create strategies so that they can be frequent flyers and still have their health and still have progress towards their goals. We stay healthy while we travel by looking at the why behind our travel, and we'll walk through that today. What is the purpose? What is your travel for? Then we put that up next to our desired outcome of what we want to have in our health while we are traveling. Then we work on implementing the strategies. So that's why I said you might need some pen and paper. You might want to come back and listen to this if you are walking or driving or getting your steps in on the treadmill. Whatever you're doing when you're listening to this, you might want to come back to this and zoom in up to you know minute three or about where we are and go through these three steps. We're going to start with figuring out your why, what is your purpose of your travel. The second is your desired outcome. And then we are going to choose the strategies that fit within that desired outcome. Let's get after it. Let's do this work. I am so super excited. So first, why? Why are you going on your trip? Usually this breaks down into two reasons. One is pleasure, is fun right? Another is work. A lot of people travel for work, which is honestly really fucking cool. Like you get to go see things and be places on someone else's dime. Really, really neat. And so the reason why we want to know why you are going is because that helps us figure out and see what the desired outcome and what is realistic and what we want in terms of all the other pieces that come, the steps two and three. But starting with our why, just like when we're setting a goal, is super, super imperative. If your why for your trip is fun, then when we are choosing your strategies, fun is 
the forefront. Fun is what we are choosing most. So all of our strategies have to be fit around that. If you are going on a trip and it is for work, chances are you're not there to explore all the food and you're going to be busy every single day or at least like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then you just have a couple of hours to yourself. So your strategies are going to look very, very different if that's what you're doing. Another thing about fun is the type of fun you want to have. For me, a trip to Vegas is very different than a trip to SoCal to see my in-laws. What I'm going to be doing, what is going to be around me, what I'm going to be exposed to, how I plan to interact with the world is going to be completely different in those scenarios. So you need to know why you are going. So take a moment, if you are listening to this, whatever, I want you to stop and I want you to write down the why of your next travel so that we can plan this out or come back and listen to this episode before your next travel and journal with me as we go and just press pause. The second step is to figure out your desired outcome. There are three choices that we work through. Is your desired outcome progress towards your health goal? Is your desired outcome maintenance of where you are with your health life? Or is your desired outcome fun? I don't give a fuck. I'm not worried. I am living life to the fullest. This is really, really important to be able to say what you want. Because what happens is a lot of people often say, I want progress and only do fun, I don't give a fuck actions. And those two things do not bring the same desired outcome because those two things have different actions and different actions will bring you different results. We figure this out when we think about progress, maintenance, and fun. We figure it out by asking ourselves, what do we want to be thinking and what do we want to be feeling when we return? And this is a really great question to ask if you are currently, let's say you're in a fat loss phase or currently in some sort of phase where you're changing your health life or trying to gain new skills and strategies. What happens is people will come back from a trip and they will have this layer of guilt because they think I should have done this. I should have done that. And we'll talk about this a little bit more later. But when you are choosing between progress, maintenance, or fun, when you are coming back from your trip, let's say you arrive on a Sunday, on Tuesday morning, after you're kind of, you know, back into the swing of things and normal everyday life, what do you want to be thinking? Do you want to be thinking like, oh man, I had the best time trying all that food and drinking at, in the day clubs and in the nightclubs and dancing my ass off all the time? Like, is that the thought that you are going to be having? Or are you going to be saying, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have eaten that. Or I wish I wouldn't have done that. Or are you going to be saying things like, ah, I wish I would have eaten that. I wish I would have allowed myself. Like one of the things I tell my clients all the time, if you're going to Tokyo and you live in the US and there is food there, don't say no because it's the only time you're gonna have it. I don't want you coming back from your vacation saying, I wish I would have experienced that. So I want you to think, What do you want to be saying upon your return? That helps you decide progress, maintenance, or fun. So with a Vegas example, I would be sad if I returned from Vegas and I did not drink champagne at the day club and did not also go to a nightclub. I would be upset. So I don't choose progress when I go to Vegas. I definitely choose fun. Same thing if I were going somewhere like Tokyo, which I've never been. I would be so disappointed if I came back and said, I don't want to miss out on these eating experiences, right? Somewhere like Tokyo where I don't plan to be going so like I don't give a fuck about anything fun like I do in Vegas, that might be more of a maintenance time, right? But it's probably still not somewhere where I'm going to create or choose super progress strategies because I want to explore it. I want to be really, really flexible. So it's really important that we think about 
what we want to feel when we return, how we want to look back on that experience. If you were going on a work travel trip and you come back and you're like, man, I wish that I would have just like gotten sleep and stayed on my workout routine. It would have been so much easier to get back here. Then choose progress, right? Then the next thing, and part of this desired outcome that will help maybe flex and change, and and this this part might not be for everyone, but there are some people who travel fairly frequently. I have a client that in the last four weeks has been on like six flights. And so for her, this really, really matters. And so what we wanna do is we also wanna look at our idea of 80-20. And there will be a podcast specifically on 80-20 in the future, but our general guideline with 80-20 is 80, if you are looking to make progress on your health life, 80% of the time we need to be in progress mode doing progress strategies. 20% of the time it's for just like mindfulness, whatever, taking a mindset break or strategy break, whatever it is. So 80% of the time we want to be on. So if you find yourself looking at your full calendar, and so let's say out of a month, Vegas, I'm going to Vegas, it's four days out of the month, that's 20% or less, that's totally fine. But if I am doing that and then also going to my in-laws another weekend that month and then also going on a work travel that month, if I choose all of those to be fun, that's going to be way over 20% of my month. And so that wouldn't make sense for me to choose progress for those times because, or excuse me, that wouldn't make sense for me to choose fun for those times because when I'm thinking about progress in general and the long-term desire of what outcome I want over the long-term, not just when I get back, but the outcome I want over this whole month in my health life, I need to look at it wider like that as well. So with my client who travels so frequently, we pick and choose and say, okay, which travel is going to be fun, which travel is going to be progress oriented, and which travel is going to be maintenance oriented. So I really want you to look at how you'll feel when you return. What is your desired outcome that you want when you come back from your travel? And then also, what does that look like on a little bit larger of a scale, especially if you are a literal frequent flyer? After we've done that, so you've established your why. Why are you going on this trip? What do you want to get out of it? Your desired outcome with your health life, progress, maintenance, or fun. You've labeled those. Then we choose the strategies that will help you get that desired outcome of progress, maintenance, or fun while still doing whatever your purpose is on that trip. And because your health life is made to fit you, that's what we do, then you will choose the strategies that you have built over time that will help you. What are your progress strategies? You will do those while you are doing your progress time on your trip. What are your maintenance strategies? You will do those. So those are very individual. So I can't give you a specific one today, but I am gonna give you some really, really common ones that my clients use that are flexible and can fit a lot of people. If we are thinking about making progress, One of the things, one major, major, really awesome strategy is to think about how you eat at home when you're making progress. So let's say your normal lunch at home, or excuse me, lunch, your normal breakfast at home is some Greek yogurt with some berries and an oat milk latte. Replicate that while you travel. Go somewhere where you can, like Greek yogurt's really easy to find. Berries, really easy to find. You could go to a grocery store. You could get it at almost any coffee shop and almost any restaurant anywhere. And then the same thing, you can still get an oat milk latte. Replicate those meals that you know feel good in your body, that you know bring you progress. If your lunch is normally a lean protein, a grain of some sort, and two vegetables, when you go out, order that. 
off the menu, wherever you go, pick restaurants that fit into that. So when we are thinking about progress, replicate the things that you do at home while you are out and about. That's if you have a desired outcome of progress. With progress or maintaining, one of the things that we can do is predict more than you think you know. So I get this a lot where people always say, well, I'm going on vacation. I have no idea what it's going to be like. And honestly, that's an absolute cop-out. Like I'm calling you out right now. You can absolutely predict the types of choices you're going to make, the types of restaurants you want to go to, the types of food you're going to eat, right? If you're going on a work trip, you usually know where you're going to be. And there's usually an itinerary. You could like Google every restaurant and Yelp them and look at their menus ahead of time. So don't try to tell me you don't know because we can, you can get in my DMs and we will talk about that and I will show you how you know and you can predict what it's going to be like while you are there. You have control of making those choices as well. So for instance, huge prediction. I know a lot of places, let's say I'm choosing maintenance as my desired outcome. Let's say I'm going to my in-laws. I know usually in the evening we want to go out to eat. I know that when I'm with my in-laws and most of the time that I travel, I'm going to be drinking in the evening as well. That means that when we go out to eat, I know often we might choose something that doesn't have a lot of protein or doesn't have a lot of vegetables. So my job then is to get extra protein and vegetables in my breakfast and my lunch. Easy. Easy strategy to just clear that up right there. I can predict and plan what I'm going to be around, right? I know that drinking is going to be a lot of extra calories, so I'm going to eat other high-volume foods to maybe make up for that. So that's a strategy that we can use in our maintenance and or our progress is really using that preflecting skill, which I've talked about before, where you know what you've reflected on in your past. You know what it's like when you travel. You know what you choose when you travel. You know how you feel when you travel and what you crave when you travel. So you can preflect going forward that you know how you're going to feel. You know what you're going to choose. You know what you're going to crave and plan for that. Another thing that we can really do is adjust our nudges. And so the next nudge system is another thing that I've coined and used with my clients. And when we think about going places and traveling, and let's use our step goal as an example, when we are working and maybe you came in and you very first started having awareness of your step goal and you took 4,000 steps a day and you worked all the way up to 8K steps a day because our goal is to get to seven over 7,000 a day, right? So maybe you were normally functioning at 8K a day. Maybe you're going on this work travel and it's going to be full of conferences and you're going to be sitting all day long. You can adjust your nudge and say, oh man, I know that when I'm there, steps are going to be really hard. So I'm just going to go down a nudge and my goal is going to be 6K. So I'm going to try to walk in the morning, like maybe on the hotel treadmill. I'm going to try to walk in the evening and maybe get everybody to walk to the restaurant instead of Uber the four blocks or whatever it is. Or And then just adjust your goal down. A big thing around travel is guilt because we have this fear to make this adjustment for travel. And we think that we need to be adhering to all the same exact things. But as you just heard me describe, travel is not the same exact thing. It's absolutely not the same scenario. So when your environment changes, your strategies have to change too. And when you are looking at your travel and you are going on travel. It's not your daily life. So it's okay that you might lower your steps for four days. That's totally fine. Remember, we can zoom out and look at our 80-20 in our month. That's a very small amount of your month that you're not hitting your step goal. 
And so what we want to do is we want to plan for where that's going to change. And when you plan, again, preflect that and think ahead about that, you can release the guilt upon your return. If you don't plan to lower your steps because you're going to be at a conference every single day when you come back, you're going to feel guilty, you're going to feel shitty, and you're going to blame yourself. You're going to say, why didn't I have enough willpower? Why couldn't I? If you plan to lower your steps, you're going to come back and your positive momentum is going to be higher. You're going to be like, I stuck to my plan. Look, this is amazing. Now I'm going to keep building my nudges back up to 8K, and that's going to be awesome. That's why we have the next nudge system. It releases a lot, a lot of guilt. So in review and your homework for any time that you are going to be traveling and you want it to be healthy and you want to be aligned with that, the very first thing, your very first task is why? What is the purpose of your trip? Is it fun? Is it for work? Why are you going? What are the experiences that you want out of the trip itself? Your second thing is what is your desired outcome for your health life? Is it progress? Is it maintenance? Is it fun? I want you to look at your 80-20 over the entire month, how much of that travel fits in there, and if you are choosing progress, does that make sense with the 80-20 of your month as well? Then third and last, I want you to choose the strategies that fit whatever desired outcome you chose. If you need more help or you have more questions, you know exactly where to find me. My DMs are always open. Let's keep exploring the world and having fun. Thank you so much for listening to the Whole Human Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going. I would love for you to head over to my Instagram at It's Kayla Jury and introduce yourself. Literally, please slide into my DMs. Getting to know you, the listener, is what will make these episodes even more special. I can't wait to hear from you.